Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We at Fatanize pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Is this thing on? Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Fatanize podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Lynch, and we are here to talk about issues, taboos that has to do with the world of being a fat bitch. We have on the show today two lovely ladies that have started a revolutionary groundbreaking business that I'm very jealous that I didn't start up myself. I think everyone can attest to that. It is the ladies behind Lookbook. It is Catherine, Olivia and Katrina Van Deven. How are you, my ladies? Thank you for coming on to the show. We're great. Thank you for having us. Yes, boy, it's a pleasure. I'm very jealous that you started this though because I think I have to say I think every single person in the plus size community has had the conversation oh wouldn't it just be so easy if we can just have all the brands of plus size brands just in one space that would just make my life so easier and then you did it <laughs> so to kick off the show I have to ask you both how how did this begin because you are a small new business and yous have just shook shooketh the plus size community with what yous have done already so essentially i love shopping i'm an absolute tragic i know people always talk about netflix and chill but i'm like netflix and scroll which is just like <laughs> sexy and way sadder um but no i just i love online shopping i love finding new brands uh but i guess the genesis moment for me was at the start of 2021, I realized I was following hundreds of plus fashion accounts on Instagram. And I don't know what made me think about it, but just if I didn't like investing my time in shopping, how would I as a plus size woman shop? And I do recognize I have some relative privilege here because I can walk into say a witchery, particularly now that extended their sizing or a country road and, and buy something off the rack in a pinch. Um, but that's, that's not the experience for everyone. And, and realistically, most of what I want to buy is still online only. So that really took us down the rabbit hole of, is there a pain point here? Are other women feeling this? And is there something worth us building a business around? And that's when I met Catherine. And I feel like you need to tell the story, Catherine. <laughs> is, this yeah. a very, is this a very cute meet you or something like that? It's, it's pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I have a very long-standing career doing something entirely different to what we're doing now. And in order to pivot out of that, I did an MBA through UCID, um, which Katrina did as well. And going into the MBA, I really wanted to find a business partner that had gone through similar training um, and to start start my own business. I wasn't entirely sure like what that looked like or 
um, what that really meant. But the thing that I did know is that I wanted what I was doing to be very values aligned to what it is that I stand for. Um, and so we had this careers team and they send out all of these like email blasts all the time. And I never, never had a look at what came through because there was just hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, but one day there was an email with the title um, along the lines of size 14 plus shopping experience. And I was like, what is this? Because I know that I struggle so much with shopping. And so I opened the email and there was a customer validation survey that Katrina had sent around. And so I obviously filled out the survey and sort of gathered where Katrina was going with this idea from the, the, the types of questions that were in the survey. Um, and at the bottom of the survey, it said, you know, if you're interested to chat more about what I'm trying to do, reach out. And so Kat and I went for a coffee and we spoke about, well, Kat told me all about um, her idea and sort of what that might look like. And, you know, we went for many, many different coffees and it was really clear that we're very values aligned in terms of um, accessibility, inclusion and diversity. And so um, after, yeah, after many coffees, we decided to become um, business partners and that, that's how we met, which is exciting. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a cute meet you. <laughs> and, and for those listening who, you know, might not have gone down this entrepreneurial path, the best way, and I, I said this to Catherine yesterday, the best way I can think of to describe it is it's like going on married at first sight. <laughs> that is literally, you, know, you meet someone, you don't know, you go, yeah, sure, let's like go into business together. And then, you know, the journey that we've had since, which has been, we've been working together nearly two years, um, has just been fantastic and learning so much about one another. And I think the really nice thing is we have such complementary strengths. Um, Catherine has a incredible finance background. I certainly do not. Um <laughs> I, I come from from diplomacy and government, um, but together it it just works. Mm. Oh, that's and so that's good. Like my so my mother was a serial um, entrepreneur, not because it was a sexy thing to do, but out of necessity, um, because we immigrated from South Africa when I was really small, and um, one of the key pieces of advice that um, she's given me, and it's really really stuck with me, is. Um, if you want to run your own business, like it is so, like a thousand times easier if you have a business partner because doing it alone is like I honestly don't even think I would be standing here. I don't even know if I would have made it. No. Yeah. No. We'd both, so, be, both be dead in a ditch, I think, if we didn't have one. Yeah. Another. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's certainly like one of the best pieces of advice that I would also like pass on to anyone else is that like, you need to have at least one other person. Otherwise it's, yeah, it's very full on. So, yeah. yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't have a business partner in my business and uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I need, I need to find my own. I need to find and look another little version of me to just help yeah. out. <laughs> um, uh, so then what was it like then? Cause obviously the main thing with your business is the fact that you have collaborated with heaps of brands that provide plus size clothing and products. 
what was it like the beginning stages? Cause I know that would have just been the biggest thing because once you got the ball rolling, then you could be like, we have all these brands already, but what was it like just trying to get like, you know, the first couple in the gates and just be like, trust us, this is going to be, this is going to be great. This is going to work. Yeah. I think like it was certainly quite challenging um, at the onset because neither Katrina or I come from a fashion background um, or, or really had extensive networks in the fashion space. So um, that was, it was challenging at the beginning, but we were really fortunate in that we, um, at the onset and also during like the customer validation and discovery phase, we did reach out to a lot of brands in terms of really understanding their pain points. So we really had built the business model around the pain points of the designers, but then also the pain points of the customers. So we really were building the business for both both sides of, I guess, the marketplace that we run now. So I think that really helped us. And also we were really fortunate um, in having an amazing advisor, Blaze McCann, who's now married and has a different surname, but I can't remember what the surname is now. Kat, do you know? Oh, not off the top of my head and no. I'm <laughs> pronounce it in the podcast as well. <laughs> Yeah, um, but she was absolutely instrumental in terms of facilitating a lot of the preliminary um, introductions for us um, because she ran, I guess, Australia's first um, plus-size-focused um, marketplace, which she sold um, when when she be- became an advisor to us. So that was absolutely instrumental in us Um getting getting the right introductions and getting in front of the right people because I think without that we would have really struggled initially and what has been the customers reactions like people discovering your business and realizing oh there's now one place I can go to and there's all these player there's all these brands I don't have to go searching through the internet like what's been the reactions that you've noticed so far since you've um been in the business yeah I, I think just that excitement and almost like relief um, mm-hmm. because the, the way that we describe it is prior to Lookbook, we're talking about a shopping experience that represents a tax on the time, energy, and effort of plus women. I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's a slog trying to just, you know, find clothes to show up in the world in. Um, and I know sometimes we can talk about fashion and people think, oh, that's, you know, that's like a bit fluffy and nice to have. But the reality at the end of the day is that, if you can't buy a pair of work pants that fit you, how are you going to go to work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at that fundamental level. So I think, and and that was what we were hearing in the struggle of customers. And we spoke to about two thousand customers before we launched to get feedback on whether we were heading in the right direction. Uh, so relief, definitely. Um, and I think something that we haven't touched upon yet, but something we spend a lot of our um, time and money on is actually doing in-house editorial photo shoots. So this is really important because I think still pervasively there is quote unquote a look when it comes to plus size models. They're absolutely stunning, but typically they do represent quite a homogenous body shape. And we all know what that mm-hmm. is, probably flat stomach, the gorgeous bust, the gorgeous bum, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. oh we, yeah. We didn't want to go there. We thought, you know, if you're a size 24 woman, who might have a more prominent stomach area, you know what, you deserve to be represented in 
the imagery that's out there um, and actually have an idea what the clothes are going to look like on your body. Mm -hmm. So that's what we try and do. We run photo shoots at the moment, I think almost monthly, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, (laughs) we run photo shoots and we're always so conscious of having models. We've had models everywhere from 15 to 60 years old. We've had everyone from a size 14 to a 24, um, all different cultural backgrounds, gender representations. Uh, Of course, at the moment, you know, our marketplace does focus more on the femme or, or female presenting end of fashion, which is something we'd like to definitely expand. Um, but we've been really, really delighted to have some non-binary people modeling for us as well. Um, so I think that's driven a lot of excitement and that's where a lot of the positive feedback has come from. People just going, oh my gosh, that body looks like me. I never see a body that looks like me in, and we try and create that high-end editorial imagery. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I think that's something I'm particularly proud of. I think Catherine is too. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I think I think the value in our photo shoots as well is that like a lot of our designers, um, you know, the, the, these brands have been born out of frustration because people haven't been able to find what it is that they're looking for. So they may only make like amazing pants or, or amazing tops or whatever it might be and maybe not a whole suite of what you would need in your wardrobe. So I think our photo shoots also really um, inspire and sort of spark that idea of how you can like style together different pieces across the marketplace and what you might have in your full wardrobe. Um, so that's been really positive as well because I think some people just, you know, need that really visual um, cue, which is great. So, yeah. yeah. And I think it's awesome as well, like with these brands, like you – both actually work with these brands and as you've said like you've actually put the clothes on models so I think with customers they can have an actual sense of trust with brands because that is one of the hardest things about being a plus size person is you often have to shop online and when you shop shop online it's hard to find brands that you can trust like brands Mm -hmm. that you know actually fit you brands that actually match what their measurements guides are that actually will like you know create clothing that is beautiful not just out of you know cheap fabric that you can get at you know certain uh factories overseas and stuff like that like I think that's one of the I think that's personally is my favorite thing is that at least when I go into your website go into your business page that like all the brands that are there I know they're not just you know oh we're just partnering up with this brand just because it's like you personally love the brand have put those clothes on models and I can actually trust that brand that the clothes that I buy from them will actually look gorgeous. It's not just going to be like, oh, okay, I guess these will just hang up in my wardrobe if I'm too lazy or don't have the time to return them. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And that was something we were very, very conscious of in developing the business model um, is that that trust, trust is being broken so many times with this market. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that flows through if you look at our site you know, I think we are very, um, I don't want to use the word generous, but compared to a lot of other uh, brands out there in terms of the way that our uh, free shipping, free returns, change of mind returns are all fine. Uh, and we're also partnered with Refunded. So they're um, a Sydney-based company who offer instant refunds to customers because we do recognize that, you know, there's a heck of a lot of economic privilege in 
you know, you know, that old school, like buy 10 things, get them all sent to you, try them on, return nine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's oh, a lot yeah. of economic privilege and people shouldn't be waiting two or three weeks to get their money back in their bank account if something doesn't fit them. Um, so we really have tried to to listen to, you know, what's hurting our customers most. And, and you know, Catherine and I are our customers. We're in this market, but I guess just to just to explain to your listeners why we talk about our customers as if we're not them um, is because we've been very conscious in not building a business that just arises out of our own experience because we're only population size or sample size two. Um, you know, there are 8.4 million women in Australia who are plus size. And so that's why we don't just talk about what works for us, but it's it's that mm. cumulative research that we have done and continue to do at every stage of developing the business to make sure that what we're offering is what the plus community is asking for. Mm-hmm. So another topic I do want to discuss that definitely is in conjunction with your business is clothes that have to be flattering and Kat, my dear, I know that this is a passion topic of yours. I know this is something that you want to rage about, my dear. Yes. Why is it that so many people want fat people to wear clothes that are flattering? Why is that really fat phobic AF? Yeah, absolutely. And I I say this recognizing that I think there's a bit of a generational divide here because I've had this conversation with my mom and a bunch of other people. And I think sometimes um, people don't know that it's offensive. And I I know I I sat down with mom and I explained to her why I find it to be, you know, I I feel really uncomfortable when someone tells me something's flattering. And to her credit, she's completely run with that and she will never tell me something's flattering ever again. Um, But I do, I just want to start that by acknowledging that not every, you know, often people, it's that internalized, not even fat phobia sometimes, but it's just what people are conditioned to say that they don't necessarily recognize. I just want to say that first, not having to go at your mom. Got to reference it before we get some hate messages. Yes, (laughs) of course, of course. Yes, yes. And look, I do, I mean, to give my unvarnished thoughts on this, I do think it comes down to internalized fat phobia. Mm. Um, And I think it's, Mm -hmm. you know, people who have a more traditional mainstream slimmer body type thinking I and I'm not saying people consciously think this but this is the this is the internalized part of it right we don't always know what's internalized this idea that I have the desired body type I have earned the right to wear the bikini the bodycon dress the whatever because I am the epitome of what's considered to be mainstream beauty and when people who don't fit that wear that I think it can almost feel like you're ripped off if you're someone who has bought into that diet culture and exercise narrative and and you've been ingrained that you have to earn that right. When people are just happy existing who have different body shapes and sizes, like as they bloody should have the right to wear whatever they want, I think that's where it comes from. It's almost like feeling pissed off 
but not knowing, not even understanding why or how you feel pissed off. How, like how to process it. How to process it. So you're like, well, that's, why are you wearing that? That's not flattering. What does that, what does flattering mean? And like, it's, it's even like comments beyond like, oh, that looks flattering or whatever. And I, I'd like to like share an anecdote of, you know, it's just, it's just these things that like people like are constantly saying and they, they, they think that they mean well, but it's, it's not received <laughs> so like like a good example is I mean so my like body size shape and weight like it fluctuates all the time so like I'm just all different sizes all the time um but I I remember this one time um so I I mean I I love training and working out and I do it for my for my mental health and I just I am I'm addicted I love it. Catherine is like a power lift. <laughs> like the weight yes. is like so impressive. Yes. I honestly, I just love feeling strong. I'm like, no one can touch me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love that. Um, But I remember like one of these training studios that I was, you know, training at. Um, And like the weekend prior to, you know, turning up for my training session, um, I posted like this absolute, well, in my opinion, I was like, oh, this, like I look so hot in this bikini because my friend, like my friend took this, uh, I thought really hot picture of me. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so, you know, like I, I put it on um, Instagram on my stories and I remember going to the gym the next week and the trainer saying like, oh, like, you know, you're so brave for putting that photo on Instagram like oh my god like fuck like a like a bikini body whatever and I was like do you do you realize (laughs) do you realize what you're saying right now because like you're inferring that I don't have a bikini body and that I shouldn't be posting that and like beyond that I was certainly not posting that to be a a brave woman putting a photograph of me on a bikini on Instagram. I just thought I looked hot as fuck and I wanted to show it. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. Like, I was not trying to be brave. I was not trying to do anything. And, like, I remember going, like, away from that encounter and I was like, am I, am I being, like, heightenedly sensitive? Like, like, why am I, like, feeling this way? And then I was like, no, like, actually, that's not a very kind thing to say and what you're inferring by that comment is actually not like even if you're trying to like be complimentary or positive like that is actually not how it's received mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's just like constant I don't know it's yeah, so it's-, it's so weird to compare being brave to just wearing a bikini being brave is like you know <laughs> I just don't like it's the most simplest thing to wear a swimsuit it's like being brave is like I don't know like what's being brave when I think when I think being brave I think of like you know the women that are overseas like you know trying to fight for equality that's what I think being brave not not wearing swimmers (laughs) just no I just want to wear swimmers because I looked hot as fuck (laughs) I just want everyone to see me in a bikini yeah <laughs> it's yeah. just so 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 oh, weird wild. Yeah. and yeah. I, I think if we try and distill like for your listeners Demi that the essence of why it feels so awful when people say these things like 
if I try and reflect in my mind, it's just a form of, you know, when we talk about like othering, mm. that's what it feels like. Oh, it's saying, yes. you know, you don't belong yeah. in this outfit or this space or, you know, oh, you're so brave for being here. Or, oh, that looks, oh, that's a flattering dress. Like it makes you look smaller. It doesn't make you look like you actually are. It just, it, I, I don't know how to say it other than it feels icky yeah. and it, it feels like you're being spoken down to and that's I that's just my personal view but that's the best way I can try and articulate like why you should not say it also should we talk about what to say instead yes what should people stay stay what should people say instead yes because I think this is part of the problem right when someone gets halfway through the sentence and they're trying to say that looks so and they want to say flattering then they feel stuck because it's like where else does that sentence go um i reckon hot as fuck catherine's got a great one there you look hot as fuck how about you look gorgeous in that that color's mm-hmm. amazing on you or even do we need to make it all about appearance you look so happy yeah. yes why not that yes and that's like that's a a constant conversation I actually have with one of my sisters is like you could just say like you yeah like you look happy you look glowing you look healthy it doesn't need to be on your actual physical appearance and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of like if you are stuck and you're not sure how someone might receive it like that is actually probably a better go-to like I I certainly do compliment people on their appearance but I try and read of like maybe this person wouldn't appreciate that so then complimenting them on something else I think that that's really key as well Mm, yeah because yeah I think because in the end because so many compliments that do just you know talk about the body and stuff like that in the end it just always seems to be about being slim it's being slim being thin that's always the goal or even just looking like it and just pretend or like pretending you're thin or slim that's what I really hate the most with all flattering thing because literally it's them saying like oh it looks so flattering you it almost looks like you're not fat you could have actually be thin it's like bitch no this dress just just because I'm wearing what is it uh vertical stripes instead of horizontal stripes doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden gonna look thin I'm still fat and that's okay some stripes ain't gonna change it love like amen but I I think it is it, it it can become a safety net like if you feel like you're you have greater worth if you're wearing something quote unquote flattering, mm. it's saying you're you're getting that personal validation from feeling smaller. Yeah. And I think like we did your whole episode. Sorry, I should mention my original background psychology, and I'm like, I could talk about this for hours. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does. And and it can be a real fundamental shift for people to go, actually, the priority is not that I want to look smaller in something, it's that I want to wear the bright color or I want to wear something you know, I am very proud of my rack. I think I have a very nice rack. So if anything's like low height, I'm like, yeah, girl, we're doing it. Yes. It's amazing. Um, so I think it's just that it, it's, yeah, that's why it, dam- it damages. I don't want to say damages because that's, you know, shit. No, I think it damages. I, I, it I definitely damaging think so. when someone says that to you. It's like mm. you're saying my worth is in me being smaller, not in me enjoying myself or representing myself in the way that feels mm. authentic to me. And I yeah. think that like it ties really nicely in, like with our goals and our, our vision and our our tagline for our business, which is "Come as you are." 
Mm. And that's what we really want to do is create a space for people just to come as you are and not feel like you need to change anything because you shouldn't. Like yeah. everyone is beautiful and should be accepted for just how they are. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So to conclude the podcast, what I do every single week with my guests is that we share our fave fat-friendly find of the week. And that is pretty much brands, products that actually cater to plus-size people and don't exclude us. Now, I can assume that you both have many brands that you love and adore that would definitely be a fave fat-friendly find. So... I will be kind. If you have more than one, I will allow it because <laughs> I can, I, yes, I can definitely tell that. Yes. There are definitely many brands that you work with that could definitely attest to this category. So let's start off with Kat. I reckon what is your fave fat friendly find of the week? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, can I just be cheeky and just like give two? Is that okay? Yes. Um, I will allow it. Okay. Allow so it. number one, and they're not available. Thank you, Demi. So the first one is not available in Australia yet, but this is like my call out to them that I think they absolutely should be. Uh, So in the US, there's a brand called Big Fig Mattresses. Oh, oh. Okay, yeah. I am in love with them. And they had Tess Holiday model with them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've gone hard on the influencer game lately, which is how they've come across my eyes, brain, whatever, mm-hmm. um, come to my attention. But just this idea, you know, inclusion goes so far beyond, like we're just in one little niche talking about fashion. But bedding, like why is this not talked about, that mm-hmm. that larger people need different things out of their bedding? Um, so just a shout out to them because they're doing such a fantastic job. Um, and the other one, which is super basic, bitch, I'm really sorry, but just because it's <laughs> and it's really hot and sweaty, and your girl's a sweaty bitch. So um, get onto the face setting spray. I'm Urban Decay through and through all night. Mm. Um, just anything that stops me melting in the Australian summer is on my mind. Yeah, got to have some good setting spray. Like yeah. that is an essential. And yes, Big Fig Mattresses, if you're listening, <laughs> please come to Australia. Like I need you in my life. I desperately need yeah. you in my life because that is so true. So many times I felt like I'm going to break a bed that it's not holding me well enough. Like if I'm in a hotel or if I'm even using my own bed, like finding a good mattress is so difficult, especially if you have two fat bodies on the bed as well, then it's just, it is a mission. So big, big mattresses, please come to Australia. I will do everything I can to support you and promote you because I adore you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so, Catherine, my dear, what is your fave fat-friendly find for the week? Well, it is literally one that I have found this week and I'm not even making it up. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but if you, I mean, if you have very juicy thighs, um, then obviously the chafing is a whole moment, and especially in the Australian summer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the brand Snag that do chub rub shorts that you can wear under dresses, and I don't know if that's been spoken about on this previously, um, but I just think that that is incredible because, I mean, as much as you can use like chafing sticks and rubs and stuff, like why not prevent it from happening if you can? Yeah. So, yeah. I love snag, snag tights. I love them so much because they also have other stuff as well. I bought a skirt from them a couple of months ago and it's the comfiest thing ever. They just have so many great things. And yeah, the anti-chafing shorts, oh, amazing. <laughs> well, life, life, <laughs> life changing. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely endorse that. Yeah. Well, mine is not a brand. Mine is a podcast. I have spoken about, I've spoken about this podcast so many times and I just adore them. And it is the maintenance phase. I just love them so much, the hosts and the way they just debunk diet culture and just the bullshit mm -hmm. that we have to endure, especially like in the early 2000s, like from Weight Watchers to, you know, yeah. Dr. Oz to like oh what was like the the keto diet and like all these diets and i just love them love them so much and yeah definitely a great listen over the summer if um any of you listening need some more podcasts in your ears definitely give maintenance phase a listen they are great for cleaning because they're very long episodes so i try and do the thing where i only listen to it when i clean so then it actually makes me want to clean so <laughs> i only think love that makes that. me want to clean yeah. <laughs> just on that jenny i think we just need like i don't know if we need a round of applause or just like free therapy for all of us who went through like our teen years in the early mid thousands because oh, yeah. that was rough <laughs> that was a rough time and it was so sad how normalized it all was. And now we're all just starting to realize, oh, that was some fucked up shit. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Yes. Well, thank you both so much for coming onto the show. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. You're both wonderful. You're both amazing. And I really appreciate what you are doing. I will make sure to add the link in today's show notes of where people can find your business, where the people can find your Instagram, because Please, listeners, give them a follow. Check out their website. Check out all the incredible brands. What are some of the brands that you have on the website at the moment that people can see on there? So I'm excited. Can I go first, Catherine? Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> I'm really excited. For, sorry, I'm too excited. Too excited. I'm going to give a shout out to a couple of the newest brands that have joined us because these are areas of inclusive fashion that I don't think get talked about enough. So firstly, we have You by Kate. So they're a jewelry brand, manufacture everything in Sydney, and they make incredibly inclusive ring sizes uh, and yes. long necklaces if you've got a bigger mm -hmm. neck and, you know, just all of those things that people don't necessarily realise are an issue until you're looking for a bigger ring and you realise how much affordable jewellery only comes in one size. Like, what the fuck? Um, and the second one that we've just launched uh, is a brand called Mama Movement who are super fun, inclusive, active wear and they do kids wear as well. And I think that's something we're also really passionate about, particularly as we approach like Christmas is getting that mummy and me clothing moment. Like I'm not, I'm not a mum. I'm a fur baby mum. I'm not a <laughs> children, but I know from my friends who have children, how much they love getting to wear a matching outfit and 
that's something again that I think has been really inaccessible traditionally to plus people is just that simple thing about Christmas morning opening up like a matching dress or pair of leggings or something and getting to have that cute little moment so so excited that we can offer them now to our customers oh I love that that's fabulous um Catherine did you have any other brands that you wanted to shout out that have recently joined the website well, I'd like to shout out one that we've actually had for a while um, because I find that they especially cater to my needs because um, I'm really tall. So I'm 6'1", so I'm a bit of a giant. Um, so I don't have really long legs as well. So um, embodied denim do, or embodied women, sorry, do amazing denim that's really long for long legs, but then also really thought out um design around like stretch in terms of like stomach area and then also like the pockets are scaled really well to the sizing so actually thinking about putting a big enough pocket on a size 22 bum for example because you obviously don't want to have a tiny pocket that as, as like a size six um so I think that's really cool. And also um, they make amazing blazers and I prefer to have a more like androgynous style aesthetic. Um, and it's quite hard to find, um, for me to find blazers because I have really broad shoulders. So their, their design has that like taken into account as well. I love that so much that all your brands just cater to so many different needs. I really just love that so much. And yeah, I can just say to all the listeners, just please check out this business. Please just go go to the link in the show notes, give them a follow because what you both are doing is just so amazing. And I just wish I just had something like this when I was a young teenager because when I was a teenager, I would often just cry on my phone or my laptop because I was just like, why is there no brands? And when I go into stores, I couldn't find anything. So just big thank you to both of you for what you are doing. It's just fabulous, 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 fabulous. Thank you. Thanks Thanks so much for having us. And thank you so much listeners for tuning into today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a review, a rating. We appreciate any feedback. So also feel free to send us a DM. Tell us if you're enjoying the show. Tell us what you're loving. And I will see you all next week. Bye. We at Fat and Eyes pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land.